Welcome to the Random Tea Random Mini Series Podcast, uh, Houdini and Doyle edition. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And yeah, we're talking about episode one of Houdini and Doyle. Boy, that's a mouthful. Yeah. That's going to get fun fun to do. Uh, yeah, welcome to our new podcast. We have uh, decided to condense all of the mini series that we wanted to do all in one feed so that we don't have like 20,000 feeds. feeds out there. Yeah. Um well, what do you think of the episode? Okay, so I just want to preface this by saying our friend, um, our friend Crystal lives in London, and we were talking to her about it at Two Two One Beacon because we're both huge Sherlock Holmes fans, um, and so she was telling us she was like, "It ain't factual." Yeah, and, so we're not even going there. And so she said the first episode is kind of rough, but she said stick with it; it's cute. And so we were like, okay. So I came in with like no expectations. Oh, okay. And I thought it was precious. Lowered expectations. I have two new sons. It was very precious. And Houdini is my first son. Because. Especially when he's wearing eyeliner. Sass pants and eyeliner. Especially when he's wearing eyeliner. Yes. Mostly it's the eyeliner. So much eyeliner. And that mop of curls. It's so precious. It's adorable. So, and yeah. his accent or his lack of accent. Yeah. Or, I don't know. We're American. Yeah. We're American. We're American. Boy, yeah, that I just told myself, didn't I? Yeah, um, precious and Doyle's. Yes, Doyle just his aversion to Sherlock is just seeps through. Yeah, because we have so jokes adorable. in the fandom about how much Arthur Conan Doyle hates. He does Sherlock, Hol- Sherlock Holmes, and he is constantly judging all of us. Yes, I have that. that I have that poster, poster too. Yeah, <laughs> judging you. So, and I'm glad that they touched on it right away. Yeah, which I thought was very very exciting. Yeah. So. But yeah, I was I'm I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I know. I'm ex- I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah. So because I think it'll be cute. Because I mean, so few people actually. It is true that Houdini and Doyle were friends. I say that loosely. friends acquaintances. They were um, friend acquaintances. Oh no! What what's what's the word? Um, what is it that Sherlock calls John? A uh, colleague. 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 They are colleagues. Yes. I knew you'd know what I was saying. Yes. They are. They, they were, in fact, actual colleagues. Yeah. Because Houdini was. A.D. He Bunker. really was all about trying to. Um, he desperately hoped it was real. He wanted he, it to be real. But he knew that there were a lot of charlatans out there. Because he had a code with his wife. Um, and she would continue to try to talk to him after he died. But nobody ever was able to give the code. And they were all fakes. Yep. So. so, and whereas Doyle. Doyle went in for the Cotlington fairies. He went all the way in. Um, like his second wife. Was his second a, wife was a medium. Yeah. Medium or purported. Reportedly. Yeah. Was a medium. How much our listeners put stock into that or not. It's up to you. It's up to you. Words. It's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. Judging. Whatever. Um. So that's. But so I adore that they. Made this miniseries. Yeah. Okay, the sets. I love the sets. Yeah, I was actually kind of they pleasantly surprised. Very beautiful. I was pleasantly surprised with everything. Yeah, that's true. And this is a joint venture between, um, I can't remember the Canadian network because I don't know Canadian networks. Um, but it's a Canadian network. It's British ITV and then it's uh, American Fox. Yes. So it's a it's a triple effort. It's ar- It already aired in the UK, obviously. Um, but please, no spoilers. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I was actually pleasantly surprised with it. I was, too. I think the sets were beautiful. Their suits. 
Houdini had like a different suit in every scene. Like the purple waistcoat is my favorite though. Oh, so many waistcoats. There were so many waistcoats in this. You know how so much I love waistcoats. waistcoats. Um, but like the 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 walls mm-hmm. were just gorgeous everywhere they went. Yeah, yeah. It was very beautiful. Yeah, I was very impressed with the and the they had so many different sets. Mm-hmm. They really did. I was like, wow, everywhere they went, you could tell it was a completely different location. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. I did too. Uh, so Doyle is played by Stephen Mangan. Okay. Mangan. McGann. M A N G A N. Mangan. I don't know. McGann. Whatever. I went and looked up his filmography and did not recognize anything. Okay. That doesn't mean he's not been in anything good. It just means I've never seen him in anything. Right. Right. So. Uh, Houdini is played by Michael Weston. Yeah, it is. Who I did not realize was Michael Weston until I looked up who Michael Weston was. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's that guy. Yeah. He was in um, Supernatural. Yep. He was in, it's a season four. Chris Angel is a douchebag. About magic. About magic even. Yeah. He played uh, young Charlie. Which was a magician. He was was the magician. He was one of the flashbacks. Okay. Okay. So... He was also in, because I, I went down his IMDb, he was in House. He was in House, and you said psych. he was in Psych. Uh, he was in Monk as well. He was in and, Elementary. And Elementary. So he's been in several Sherlock AU adaptations. Well, when I realized he had been, he's been in 10, ten episodes of House. And I was yeah. like, Bro? who was he? So I went and looked, and he played Lucas the P.I. Yeah. In seasons five and six. Yeah. And I was like, what? So when I did my rewatch, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's frightening. It makes him a good actor, though. Yeah. That I did not recognize. But he's lost a little weight, too. Yeah. I think he's skinny. And the eyeliner. Yeah. Mostly the So eyeliner. much eyeliner. He's ripped. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciated the shirtless Houdini. Yes, I was. I was I totally was okay cool with, with that. that. Yeah, that, that was nice. Uh, we're getting all our Google alerts now. Okay. Uh, director was... Stephen Hopkins. Okay, I don't know who that is, but he okay. He directed some episodes of 24. He directed Tales from the Crypt. He directed Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Damn, son. Yeah. Damn. A lot of his work is dates back to like the 80s and stuff. Okay. Whatever. I think I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. Steady working director, man. So, uh, the two writers are credited. Okay. David Hosselton. Okay. He did 13 episodes of House. Okay. okay. He did Both Brother Bears. Okay. He did a 1987 Justice League of America. Okay. But 13 episodes of House. So like him and Lucas, have, uh, him and Lucas, him and Michael Weston yeah. must have worked yeah. together at some point. There, I didn't check to see if there was crossover. but. Um, and so then the other writer is David Titcher. I know that name. How do I know that name? How do I know How that do name? How do you know that name? I don't know, but I know that name. The Librarian. <gasps> Shut up. All three movies. Yay! And he's a producer on the show. I the, the TV love series. the librarian movies. I and love a, and the TV show. He's a producer for the TV show. But yeah, he's the writer of all Yay! three librarian movies. That's awesome. I was waiting to tell you and that. And they're it's so cheesecastical. I love them. It's been killing me to not tell you. Yeah, so if you haven't noticed, we're doing things a little differently this for this uh, this cast. It's a little backwards. Yeah. I volunteered to do recap this time. Yeah. I apologize in advance for all the words I mispronounced. 
<laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, it was going to happen anyway, so. Yeah. I just thought I'd give you a break. This is pretty cool, though. And let me do some of the talking. It's okay. So it's okay. All right. So uh, you ready to get to a recap? Recap or? my ass. <laughs> All right. So we start out, we're in London. Imagine, if you will, <laughs> the year is... 1901. Right on, right on. All right, anyway, so we're in uh, some old castle looking place. Yeah, yeah. And there's a nun walking along, carrying her little lantern. Being a nun. Being a nun, doing nun, nun things. Ah, uh, ha, nun things. God, I kill myself. <laughs> and she hears a baby crying. Right. And she goes looking. Right. And so she goes, there's this door and just where there's, there's a light, fire coming through the, the little the light uh, window. Window? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Window. And, um, this is already terribly entertaining. And she knocks, and there's no answer. So she unlocks. She apparently, she has a key. Yep. So she unlocks the door. She lets herself in, and she sees there's this, whoever this other person, we don't know who this person is yet. Right. When she walks in, she sees this person. She sees her arm off the arm of the chair. Oh, and there's, uh, was it wine, mead, liquor? A decanter of some sort. Yeah. So she stops it back up, and she walks back around the front, and whoever it is is Dead. Now, dead, dead, dead. Throat's cut. So... Uh, right away, one of the first things I noticed was that we had a black nun in I know, 1901 right? in London, and I noticed several other places where there were people of color. So I think they're doing colorblind casting, f- to at least to some extent. Yeah, but the first time I saw uh, Sister Winnie, yes, um, and noticed that she was a woman of color, I was like, "What is that a but thing?" But Britain's much better about that. That's true because if you look at like the upcoming Hollow Crown. Um, the the one with Benedict in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sophie, I can never remember it's how to Richard pronounce the third, her last name. It? What now? It's Richard the Third, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Sophie uh, Oka's. I can never remember how to pronounce her last name, but she's fabulous and I love her and she's been in a ton of stuff. She's in it, and it's mm-hmm. like okay, there's a black lady in Shakespeare, and you'll see a lot of um, people of color in a lot of their Shakespeare productions. To me. I know the UK is not perfect, but they're a lot more forward-thinking on the colorblind well, casting Hollywood than we are. Well, Hollywood is hideous. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood so is, that was kind of cool been. to see. I hope they keep that up because I noticed in several of the laundry scenes there were women of color, yes. and so I, I I hope they keep that up because I thought well, that was cool. There was a redhead, cool. so yeah, it was very important. Yeah. Uh, so so, but was she standing there and she's like all uh, dead person? Um, <laughs> And I didn't really notice the first time I watched it, but the second time through the watch, though, you do see that her hair is has been chopped. Cut. Yeah, I didn't notice that until I watched it the second time too, because I was like, I oh, didn't know did. because well, so much was happening. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but then like, there's this ghostly figure, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. whoosh, 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 and I'm like, oh yay! And I thought it was Ghost. interesting that the audience saw it. Yeah, the audience, you see, it's you see a face. It's yeah. very which made the explanation for it. I didn't like it. I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't I think like, it was good enough. Uh, no. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Whatever. So. <sighs> so then we have uh, Scotland Yard shows up. Uh, Sergeant Goodjet. Who okay. I had to phonetically type out because I, it's spelled Goodjet or Get. G-U-D-G-E-T-T. Okay. But it's Goodjet. Uh, and then they're there and they're investigating and uh sister matilda okay uh she says that her nuns are 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 prone to hysteria which i misspelled in my notes. you know like women like, are crazy you know women, women are. With, with our hysterics um and if we could go ahead and get this wrapped up and he's like well we, we must must get the job done yeah um and so 
Is there anything else? She, and Winnie says that she saw who killed him. BT killed Dubs. And, uh, and oh, well, well, who is it? It was um, Lucy Althorpe. And he's like, right on. And um, what's her name? Sister Matilda's like, oh, she's just nuts. This is, no, that gay couldn't be. She's mistaken. <laughs> he's like, well, why? Well, she died six months ago. Wah, wah, wah. Oops. <laughs> so there's our setup to the, um, so we already have our supernatural. Right. Right, right, right. So then we see, we go to Houdini. Yay! Who is performing the Chinese water torture escape on stage with his five feet of eyeliner. Right. Oh my God, it was great. I need to know where he gets his eyeliner from. I know, because it was flawless. And even when he got out of the tank, it was not like, no. I need to know where he, it's got to be like, even charcoal or something would be. Yeah. They didn't make it, they just don't make it like they used to. Nope. So when the curtain drops to conceal him from the audience and they start counting it off, one minute, two minute, three minute, four minute. I'm like, dude, he's behind a curtain. You can't see shit. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. And they were getting up in arms. They too. were. Like the audience started standing up and well, they but even like the stage performers, the stage performers and the orchestra were all like, woo, woo. Ooh, I'm like, look, dude, you've done this. Do you do this two times, you know, what, what do you say? Four, four times, times a week, a week twice, twice on Sundays. Sundays. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, so finally they pull up the cover, the curtain to reveal that Houdini's up there on the top of the tank. Right. Which he's been up there for five minutes, people. I mean, Waiting for on. y'all to, Did you know. you see this last week? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he complains, um, no, Flory talks about how she's sorry about the lock, whatever, which I don't know what that has to do with the story, but, um, but he notices that somebody behind stage is reading a newspaper and the headline is about this. Ghostly murder. He snatches it to go read it. Um, uh, in scene. <laughs> So now we go to Doyle. Oh my gosh! And this is the he, best. Well, okay, where where was he? He walks into this building, which I was kind of hoping was like a Diogenes Club. I think it was a bookshop because he said, "Do you even have my my new novel or my new book?" And he was like, "Oh, we've got it in the back." But it, okay, I under, I realized this is nineteen oh one, but this yeah. really did not look like a bookstore. No, it didn't. There were people. There was one table. It was like a house. Yeah. Yeah. It, I thought, at first I thought it was a book signing, but then the guy mentioned, oh yeah, we have some in stock in the back. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know what it looked really, I thought he was going, like I said, I thought he was going to like a Diogenes club at first until yeah. they started talking about the books. And I was like, what the hell is this place? I'm, I still am not convinced it's a bookstore, but I don't know what else to describe it as. Yeah. But they go in and everybody's applauding him and they're all congratulating him. And thank you for bringing Sherlock Holmes back. He said, no, no, he's dead. What? Oh, wait. <laughs> wah, wah. Which. I can the, call a little bit of bullshit on this. Yes, because that's not how it happened. No. And okay. So there was a published work in 1901. It was Hound of the Baskervilles. It was after they published Final Problem. So right there, I'm with you. The problem is they didn't publish it as a book. It was in the Strand. Oh, yeah. They never published this stuff as a book. It was yeah. always published in the Strand. And so to see... And, and How to the Baskervilles is not that... No. Thick. But that's when we get to the end of the show with the with Houdini's... Yeah. I was yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, Y'all I've are read, married. I've read The Sign of Four and The Hound of the Baskervilles. It is not a novel. No. Usually they It's put, not even a novella. Usually they put the quote-unquote novels together. Yeah. Sign of Four, um, uh, Hound... Uh, not scandal. No, because that was a short you know story. the 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 four that are considered yeah, yeah, like quote unquote novels. We're gonna get kicked out of the fandom because we can't remember the I know, other two. I know. I will tell you, canon is or not my can, strong suit. It's seeing the gay and things. Yeah, or you get like the sign of four and a collection of the short stories. Yeah, yeah. So 
one or the other. So anyway, so but there's even a cosplayer. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I thought that cos- was beautiful. And already, like, ACD is done with your shit. Is. I was kind of hoping to see some people with the black with arm the black armbands. Yeah, b- bringing Sherlock back. Yeah, because um, people, man, the fandom protested. Mm-hmm. The, the fandom noped him back. Goes back. This is yeah. This is the original. This is like how Phil Coulson must feel all the time. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so uh, we go to. It's. Uh, I'm assuming it's like the next day or something. And uh, Houdini is going to Scotland Yard to complain to Chief Inspector Merring. And I love him. I love that actor, Tim Tim McCarney or something. I, I really like him. Where do I know him from? He was, the thing I most know him from is Notting Hill. Which, which I've never seen. Yeah, because it's a, it's a romance. Because I've seen so much and yet so little. Yeah. I actually saw it in, in England. When I was oh, when dear. I was there when I was a kid, so like. All right, so it, I'm gonna go to England and see things you're not gonna see. Just saying. I know. I'm just saying. I know. I wish you could go with me. I can. I don't know him. I knew if somebody just. Pays it's like for I me. recognized him, but I couldn't. He's been in all kinds of stuff. I'll look him up and see if okay. anything that would jog your memory. Okay, so he's there, and so he's like, so you told Houdini saying to the chief inspector that so you told them a ghost is committing these murders. What the fuck? Yeah. And Doyle is there. And he says that he's there because he is an expert on the supernatural. And that he's consulting for the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houdini's like, all right, I got $10,000. And he pulls it out. Like, he, he just carries he's that it. around with him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, there's no supernatural. And Doyle's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'll put up, um, what was it? He said his first, first edition of his next book. That uh, I completely forgot. I'm sorry. It's okay. You know how you know him, and I meant to totally tell you this. He was Sir Eustace in the Sherlock uh, Christmas special, The Abominable Bride. Oh God, he was, wasn't he? And the whole time, I, like the first time I saw him, and I like they they're going to take my Phantom card away. I know they really are. Um, the first time I saw him, I was like, oh look, it's Sir Eustace is in this. I have to remember to tell Janya. That's how you know him. Okay. Well, I knew I knew him from somewhere. I knew he looked familiar. But it wasn't until the end. Yeah. Uh, when he's standing up talking to um And he Stratton. plays a right bastard. Yeah, he does. He's good at it, though. Yeah, he is. So, uh, so Gudget's like, you know, this is our inspector dude. He says, I can handle this all on my own. And Mary's like, yeah, you can. And Houdini threatens to call Mr. 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 Sir. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Sir. Sir Nicholas Hampstead, the yep. head of Scotland Yard. And didn't he call him Nicky? Yes. Like, you know. Yeah. Just calling him Nikki, Nikki, like like no bigs. And Marion's like whatever. Uh, and Marion wants to, you know, why do y'all care about this? Well, Doyle wants, you know, to help with the aid of science, prove that what happens to the living that that they can move on after you know you die. And Houdini's like the whole idea is rubbish. You would almost think they should be the other way. It should be the other way around. You would. That's why. Th- that's why I think it's so interesting. It's so odd couple. Yeah. Yeah, because Doyle, being the the author author of Sherlock and science and, and reason and and Arthur, um, <laughs> Arthur and author <laughs> Sherlock, you'd think he would be on the side of reason. You're right. And Sherlock is constantly debunking it's a spectral house, exactly. You know that kind of thing. Where Houdini is the con artist, so exactly. It just it seems backwards, but I think it's it's, it's fun. great. It's fun. It's it happened sort of. They're married. It's fine. It really is. Um. So, Merrick finally agrees that he's going to give them access to the case on one condition. Yep. Go get Stratton. And I was like, what? 
so there's this long drawn out scene where Gudget Gudget goes Gudget Gudget goes down to the basement. Yes. And there's a woman down there and she's typing. And this is Constable Adelaide Stratton. Yep. And brings her up from the depths of Scotland Yard. She's a cutie patoot. She is and she's young. Yeah. I think even for the role, she might be, I expected her to be a little older. Yeah. She looks like she can't be more than 22. Yeah. And to be a constable. Well, she's their she's their uh, equal opportunity hire to be like, I, see, right? look, I, ladies can do things. We're totally fine I, with that, right. except for we just want the one. <laughs> and I get that, but she says later about spending ten years, and I'm like, ten years, honey, you were twelve. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. So I think she's she looks a little too young, even for, I don't know. Yeah, because she does look like a wee bab. So. So anyway, Houdini is surprised that, that there's a, a female police officer. And um, Maring tells her she's going to be helping out these two guys. And she's, oh, thank you, sir. She's like, she's getting a, the, the opportunity of her lifetime here, which she is. And uh, Houdini's like, I think I'm going to like this century. Well, she's a lot less of a womanizer than I expected him to be. Yeah, he pretty, though. He's so pretty. He, at this point, I will, I will t- I'll tell you the point where Doyle became my son. Okay. And it was much later. Yes, yes. At this point, Houdini was already Houdini my child. Houdini was already your child. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. So, um, but Maring whispers to Stratton that she is to play nursemaid and nothing more. That that's the only reason like, she's don't, even there. Don't try to like investigate or don't, something. And don't help them. Yeah. Pretty much. And I'm like, dude, you know what's going to happen, right? So they go back to the convent. And Stratton is explaining to them that it's uh, a Magdalene laundry. Where they take in uh, women and unwed mothers, and um, they do the laundry in return for um, which can food we? And board. Can I just say that the church has officially reversed its position? It has officially gone back and said Mary Magdalene is not the fallen woman that everybody assumes she is. That she was painted that way. So just you know, whatevs. But well, yeah, this was olden times. They're they're also the same institution that decided limbo no longer exists. And I wasn't, I did not understand that they had providence over limbo, but. You know, let's just hope they don't decide that we don't exist. Oh, no, we already don't exist. Oh, okay. Yay. You, you, you tend to, or we're invisible. I'm a construct. We're invisible. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, another nun limps up to the gate. Yep. Who's introduced to Sister Grace, who I completely forgot about after the scene. I did too. And don't feel agreed. bad. Well, see, that's what bothered me about this show is there were a lot of things that they didn't show us. Yeah. Or didn't explain. I don't think they explained it enough. I have trouble with Wimples too. Like, it tends to anonymize women. Well, but that's... You the, take away a lot... I mean, that's the point. That's but, the, but that's the point. But you take, a lot, you take away a lot of their distinguishing features, so it kind of becomes hard from a story standpoint. Yeah. From a story standpoint, yeah, but that's the institution. Yeah. It's, it's... Yeah. I mean, Sister Winnie, we, we knew because she was, she was the... She kind of stood you know, out. Black nun. So that was cool. There was a, there was a definite contrast there. But I, I, was, I was like, okay. The whole time I was like, all right. You gave me people of color. Are you going to make some back-ass word-handed comp? You know, like, oh, we're so forward-thinking here. We even take in the colored folk. But they didn't do they anything didn't. like no, that. they didn't so bring I was any like, attention to race whatsoever. Okay. They only brought attention to the fact that they had a female constable. Yes. Because she meant, because uh, Sister Grace mentions it here. Yeah. She's like, you're a what now? Did you notice her little uniform and everything? Oh, yeah. She had the little she numbers had on her l- collar. It was I thought that was kind of cool. She had the thing on her sleeve, mm-hmm. too. And her belt was, and she had the little... Yeah. Whistle thingy mm-hmm. or something. I thought it was great. Yeah. I like her. 
You know she had to have made that. Oh, of, I felt the same thing. She I was sewed like, it herself. She had to do that herself. Yeah. yeah. She's cosplaying. Yep. Sort of. For real. Cosplaying for real. Yeah. Okay. So, um, there she's the Sister Grace is taking them through the convent back to um the scene of the crime, I suppose. Yeah. And she explains that uh, several of the girls have been seeing Lucy's ghost. Okay. After she died. Which that bothers me because apparently according to... It would only happen in that room. It would only happen in that room. Yeah. Mm. So they go to Fabian's office. uh, And there's several nuns. And they pass several nuns and several children. And I don't understand the reasoning for that. I guess to make you understand what this place is a little better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which let's let's shame women. Let's shame them. That's going to be a great, great um, motivation. Yeah. Let's Uh, shame them. Of course. Uh, so they're going back into Fabian's office, and um, Stratton can. Uh, so they account for both sets. There's two sets of keys to the door, right? Which was supposedly locked, and so one set of keys was inside the room, and Winnie had the other set. And Houdini's like, "All right, it was Winnie." And so Doyle closes the door and says, "Yep." So that means that you're wanting it to be the, the ghost, and he closes it and locks Doyle, uh, locks Houdini out. And he's like, "See, the two sets of keys, it was locked." Yeah, puts your theory on the outside and then Houdini just picks the lock I was like I knew that was gonna happen this of is course. Houdini yes and it was great though who apparently carries a paper clip with him I wanted to be a bobby pin he needed and a bobby Hoyle, pin in that hair Hoyle uh Hoyle. Doyle there's their ship name Do- oh my god there's <laughs> their ship name um Hoyle. Doyle is already like 412 percent done with so Houdini. much. She's so done with Houdini. He's and it's so done. great. I'm like, this is the makings of the best OTP ever. I know, right? Except for they have the same color hair. Everybody's hair is the same color. Um, we can bleach out Houdini's. It's okay. okay. He's got those curls, though. So they have both sets of keys. And the study door is locked at the time of the murder. And so Houdini's saying Winnie did it. Yeah. And I was like, no. No. no shut up. No. Uh, so Matilda and Winnie show up in the room and Matilda explains that she's taken over uh, sister Fabian's yep. duties. And so then right immediately. All right. It was sister Matilda. Yep. That I was like, okay. Yeah. Cause he pulls suspect, that water. He pulls that water one. trick. He's like, <coughs> give me <coughs> water. <coughs> I could have sworn there was, why didn't she send Winnie to go get it then? That was interesting. I thought yeah. that was weird that she went and got it herself. Yeah. Um, but mostly Houdini. He kind of backed her out of the room, though. He kind of did. But he, so Houdini wanted to talk to Winnie alone. Yes. And asked her about it because she's, she's questioning. He's questioning whether or not. Um, but Matilda, I mean, uh, Winnie points fingers at Fabian. Yeah. Um, about how her, let's see. I'm going to go back to my notes. Uh, says that it was Lucy. Um, and then Matilda comes back and says that Lucy was vain about her beautiful red hair and her ability to bend her fingers backwards without breaking, which I can do that. Weirdo. D- Damn you, rubber-jointed lady. And, and you get limpy sometimes, too. Do you have that condition? You don't have red hair, though. Uh, but that limpy has to do with the fact that I have a bad knee. Yeah. Then well, it has you to know. do with I don't have red hair, though. But I do have hyperextending joints. Weirdo. I know, right? It hurts. It's painful. Well, then don't do it, <sighs> you weirdo. Okay. So, anyway, uh, tells him to go get a glass of water. And so, she's telling the truth that Fabian killed Lucy. Uh, that Lucy killed... Uh, but Fabian killed Lucy. Right. Because she, she hopes that it was Lucy that killed her. Right. Right? So, that Lucy played the piano and that Fabian hated it because she was a happy person. And they took Lucy's baby away. And immediately, I'm like, mm-hmm. Yep. 
Lucy was bitter. No, really? Just, I mean, just a wee. So, uh, apparently they cut off Lucy's hair and locked her outside in wet clothes and she died two days later. Man, times was, were rough back which then. Which was sad. And I'm like, man, these nuns deserve what they're getting. Okay, just saying. Uh, so the nuns buried her, buried Lucy in a nameless grave with the other Maggies. Yeah. Which would be, I'm assuming. Or the other a, unwed moms. Yeah. yeah. For Magdalene, I guess. So Doyle believes that when. Oh, I didn't even make that connection. The Maggies. <laughs> Magdalene. <laughs> that that's where sense. the Maggies, they're calling the Maggies. Gotcha. Okay. I'll just be over here in my that's right. corner. Is that right? Uh, Doyle believes that Winnie, Doyle believes that Winnie believes that okay. Lucy killed Fabian. Right. Um. But Winnie admits that she really hopes that it was. I kind of started suspecting Winnie at this point. I didn't. I did. Uh, especially when she starts pointing fingers at Matilda. I didn't. Uh, so Houdini asks Winnie where the 50 pounds is. that the Because la- this laundry takes in 50 pounds a week. So that's a lot back then. Which is not bad. Um, but Winnie points out the lockbox. Oh, but... Only, only Fabian had the key, and I don't know, as Houdini is picking the lock Cracking right there, boom, boom, there it is. That's and my son. So, what was it, Doyle saying, are, did, are you suggesting it's a robbery? He says, no. Now I'm suggesting it's a robbery. Oh my God, they're great. I was like, okay, that's it, I love them. Such sass. I love them much, so much. Much magic, wow. <laughs> Amaze. So, they go to leave. Um, Doyle and Stratton are walking out. Doyle has to admit to Houdini is right. Um, but Stratton's like, she kind of hoped it was supernatural. Yeah. She wants more time on the case. She made it with more time for her to, 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 to investigate. She wants out of the basement of the yard. And, uh, so Doyle's like, he's not quite done with his case yet. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> Yay. So apparently Doyle goes to a medium. Yeah. Uh, who says there will, there will be more murders. Yeah. Uh, the medium says that the killer's a brown man made of soot and Whitechapel. And you know where I went. Of course, me too. I was thinking the same Jack thing. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. But no, we're way in the wrong. This is about 20 years later than that. Yeah, almost. but still, I was but thinking. Still, I, oh, but I Whitechapel I, equals Jack the Ripper. I thought it too. I thought it too, man. I mean, when you say Whitechapel. Yeah. I was, I was like, like are we going to Jack the Ripper? I was, but no. Yeah. Um, and that he's discussing his exploits with a rabbit. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So then, I was thinking, I thought it was a pub name immediately. Yeah? yeah? I didn't think that. Yeah. I was sitting there thinking, rabbit, rabbit, what the hell is a rabbit? Okay, well, they're going to show us, right? Uh, but then he wants to talk to his wife. Yeah. Tuli. Tui. 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 Um, so the spirit speaks to the medium, uh, warning that uh, his new companion is in darkness. Yes. And he's And that Doyle danger. is in danger. And then she's like, it's like she's gasping and it's, it's too much effort. Just go. And he gives her money. He was he in was. darkness because of the eyeliner. So much eyeliner. So uh, Doyle beats with Stratton at the Bonnie Black Hair Pub. <gasps> I'm like, really? And hair like H-A-R-E, and there's a, yeah, like there's, a bunny. There's a rabbit on the, the, the plaque or whatever, the sign. Yeah. So they're looking for a man of suit. And they bought this worker. He's buying drinks with a bunch of money. And Doyle's like, okay, if this if I'm right... Then he's going to run. And if I'm wrong... He's I'm, just going to beat me up. He's going to beat the crap out of me. And either yeah. way, Stratton can arrest somebody. Woo! It's a win-win for her. Yeah. If you think about it. Um, so he asks the man if his friends know that he stole the money. And he tries to run. And Stratton knocks him out with a blackjack. Which I thought was pretty sweet. Yeah. One whack. Just thwack. Whack. So. 
Honey, I love you. I do. My cat's trying to crawl into my lap, and it's not going to work. She wants to help podcast. She does. By you petting her. That's yes, how that's she how helps podcast. So, Stratton and Doyle <clears throat> go to visit Houdini at the theater to tell him what happened. Because, lo and behold, they found their man. Right. Uh, Doyle points out that a medium helped solve the case. But Houdini challenges Doyle to a game of whiff-whaff. <clears throat> I've been dying I was, all day to I say was like, that. I was like, okay, are they literally going to like whiff-whaff their dicks out and measure them? Cause That's what the table was for because, you know. Yeah. And then, but then it was like some ping bullshit. There's, there's rulers on the table. Yeah. Um, so as they play, I talk about that uh, no one would rob a convent unless they knew the money was there. So they figures it had to be an inside job. And Houdini checked the record books and discovered that somebody was embezzling some money. So Houdini hadn't let it go either. Right, right. Because uh, he's a giant nerd. Right. And But Stratton has... And I don't know where they're finding out all these women's real names. They apparently just know. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, that was interesting to me because you it's generally take a nunny name. But they knew these women's real names. Mm-hmm. Um, she knew that Matilda was formerly Bernadette Downey, a yeah. convicted pickpocket who joined the sisters after she had served her time. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. So they finished the game and Doyle's like, we call it ping pong i'm like you're such a dork and houdini's like that's ridiculous so his light goes out and this (laughs) shake yeah soars past him and the lights come back up and the blood on the floor it starts to spell out m-a-t-h and i'm sitting here trying to figure out what the hell math has to do with anything (laughs) don't bring math into this it's bad enough i know right don't bring math into this but then oh it's matilda oh yeah whatever uh, but then Doyle, he takes and sticks his finger in it. And he, Stage blood. It's, um, which is corn syrup and food coloring, as we all know. Because yeah. Ginger Dad taught us that. Ginger Dad did teach us that. He did. And bring H- it full circle to Sherlock again. <laughs> right. And Houdini admits that he set the whole thing up. And there's Flory. She's got the, the harness on. He tells her, hey, use pig's blood next time. Yeah. Poor, poor Flory. I feel so bad for her. I also don't like her. No? No. Okay. I'll tell you why in a minute. Okay, you cannot like her. Uh, but Doyle points out that Mandilda had no training in stagecraft, and he's furious. Okay, they have, like, this fight. Like, they're yelling yeah. at each other as to why can't you accept this, and why can't you accept that? And they both have their reasons. Yeah. I totally get that. So, yeah. But Stratton interrupts just as Gidget comes in. Gidget. So I want to say Gidget. I really want to call him Gidget. You can call him Gidget. I'm okay So Gidget comes in and says that Sister Matilda has been murdered. Da, da, da. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah. So, there's that. So, let's take a moment here. Okay. I want to talk to our listeners for just a second because we haven't been talking to them long enough. We haven't. I don't know where that came from. I just kind of went with it. All right. That's fine. So, I would like for our listeners to talk back to us. <gasps> Shut up. I know. How can they do that? They can reach us by email at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. They can also get us on the Twitter at randomtcasts. Or they can get to us on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcast. Because I would love to know what they think about these shows. I really would, too. I would, too. Or if possibly there's some other miniseries or short-run series. Yeah. Um, that they would like to hear us talk about. Some suggestions. Yeah. We'd like to, you know... Check some stuff I'm out. I'm not going to suggest the night manager, but I'm going to suggest the night manager. You're going to suggest the night manager. And I still... And I think I you know why. <sighs> I think you know why. Because Hugh Laurie's in it? Yeah, that's totally oh, right, why. right. Yeah. yeah. It's I not, knew. It's Tom nothing to do with naked Tom. ass or anything. No, absolutely not. No. Nothing like that. So... 
But no, but that that's the kind of stuff. Like, well, stuff sure. like this. Or, like, uh, Firefly had a one-season run. Yeah. Dollhouse had, like, what, two seasons? Yeah. You know, short-run stuff like that. Yeah. Alphas. Yeah. Alphas. Did you ever watch Alphas? I it was not. good. I, w- I kind of hate the way that it ended. It didn't end. Yeah. It was like Firefly. It just stopped. Uh, I don't which like that. bugged me. But, yeah, limited the limited series kind of deals. Just not Parade's Rest. No. No. Uh, Paradise Parades End. Lost. Parades End. What the fuck is the name of that show? That was depressing as all hell. See, I've already Beautifully rested. acted, depressing as shit. Oh, yeah. Well done. Beautifully Just acted. very painful. Yeah. Like, I will never ouchy. watch August Osage County again. Yeah, that was ouchy, too. I watched the things that I do for Benedict. I know, right? Just saying. <laughs> I watched the Pirate Fairy for Tom. But you know what else our listeners can do? What else can they do? They can go to our website. <gasps> what can they find there? They can find our other podcasts. Oh, we have so many other podcasts. So, so many. Uh, we actually are, we are currently casting for uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Uh, Gotham. Mm-hmm. We just finished up uh, season two of Agent Carter. And season three of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Which and we will never podcast again. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have random movies, which are the movies that don't go in the Marvel Cinematic Universe feed. We also have. I was going to say, what do we do with those yeah. movies? Oh, they're in the other one. Yeah. We um, just did Raising Arizona? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Couldn't remember. And we did that for uh, a charity auction that we did for 221 Beacon, mm-hmm. um, which is for the Beacon Society, which helps teach uh, Sherlock Holmes to kids in school. So that's a uh, commissioned uh, yeah, podcast? Yeah, that was a commissioned podcast. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, we're, we're, if we haven't mentioned it before, we're pretty big Sherlock Holmes fans. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little, a little bit. bit. But, uh, yeah. So... There's all that. There's that. Uh, yeah, and that's at randomteapodcast.com. They can. And if you would like to support Random Tea Podcast, you can go to our website. And on our homepage, there is a link to Amazon. And you can buy crap. And if you use that link and you buy crap that you were going to buy anyway, then your, your order will not be charged any differently. But we will get some pennies. And we would like pennies. And we would like pennies because hosting our, our website is not cheap. Um, so we appreciate your support. And I'm looking into other ways to put up support for us if you'd like, but I haven't quite gotten there yet. Cool. It'll be kind of busy wait for me. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway. Oh, and I did, while we're, while we're doing housekeeping, um, we are not, usually when we, when we have shows that we cast for during the week, we record them during the week, but we've already got two of those and I, we can't record three podcasts in one night because I, I enjoy sleep. And you yeah. probably enjoy me not yawning this entire time. So Houdini and Doyle is going to be released the weekend after the episode yeah. airs. We we do have full-time regular jobs. Yeah. And a life. And there's more demand for the other ones we record during the week. Well, which this are is Gotham new. And this is Agents a brand new podcast. So we don't even know if this is going to go anywhere. Well, we're going to record it. At well, least. dang it, we're going to record it. That's right. We've recorded to nobody before. <laughs> That's how we this how this started. That's how we started. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm I'm sure we've got at least some friends who at least listen to us. And hello. <laughs> uh, so anyway, anything? Any other housekeeping? I don't think business? so. Aside from again, Houdini is my son, and I shall protect him. Okay, and, and you're going to let us know when Doyle. Yes, I will let son. you know okay. when Doyle becomes so it my son. Hasn't happened yet. No, it has not happened okay. yet. Okay. Yeah, at this point in the show, okay, this is kind of getting back to the show. Um, I, I like Houdini way more, so much more at this yeah. point. Doyle's kind of boring. Yeah, at this point to me, uh, maybe because I know more about Doyle. 
than Houdini. <laughs> and I always, like, I always picture Doyle perpetually being like, the fuck are you doing with Sherlock Holmes now? Yeah, that's true. Please let it go. It's been like a hundred and fucking like 40 years or some shit. Would you please let him go? And we're just like, nope. He hates us so much. But he did say we could do whatever we wanted to. He did. Him. He did. We could, what was it? Marry him. Kill, kill him, him. Do whatever you will. Something and, like and that. We, and we do. Yeah. So, uh, so we go back to the convent, right? And we're back in. Uh, apparently, Matilda was killed in Sister Fabian's office. Yep. And so they're checking the body, and Houdini admits that he was wrong. Whoa, that must have been difficult for him. It was. Uh, so Gidget asks if they're going to let the professionals do their job. Now, and, and Doyle's, it's like, listen, bitch. Doyle's like, hey. If you hadn't screwed up and had somebody here watching, uh, Matilda would still be alive. So. That was a 1901 version of Fuck You. Yes. Just to translate yes, that it for was. you. Um, if Scotland, uh, if the police had been there, she wouldn't have died. And Stratton randomly breathes on a window. And you know what it made, you know what it made me, <laughs> no, wait, 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 it gets better. You know what it made me think of? What? The last witch hunter. Yeah. Yeah. When he breathes on the window <laughs> to try and see if magic is around. Because he does it in the opening scene. Or in the second opening scene, and then he does it later. That's I was like, what is she doing? Testing I if there's magic? I didn't think about the fact that it was completely well, like, <sighs> I, well, randomly. <laughs> and now well, you got to wonder, was that like the third or fourth window she did that on? Know, right. Like, did she did she try that and it just didn't? I don't know. So anyway, she breathes on the window for some uh, random reason that they never explain. All things come in threes appears in the condensation <gasps> in the window. Da, da, da. Which, okay. Or that, the sign of four, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but all things come in, uh, I always heard it as bad things come in threes. Growing up, from the time I was a little, little girl, it's a family saying. Bad things come bad in threes. Bad things come in threes. Yeah. Because, um, um, for example, uh, recently... I've found that my one of my beloved cats had a tumor and we had to have it removed. And yep. my mom said to me, that's three. I had to get my air conditioner fixed. Yep. I thought something was wrong with my car and I had to get it looked at. Yep. And mom was like, okay, that's three. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. It's been a family saying for, for as like long ever. as I can remember. Yeah. So all things come in threes kind of threw me a little. But, celebrity you know, deaths tend to come in threes. Celebrity too. deaths tend to come in threes. Although I think we've gotten like six hundred. Yeah, yeah, we've got George a lot R. R. of those. George R. Martin wrote 2016, and yeah, I he like did. It. So anyway, um, so Houdini's like, okay, so it's going to be a triple murder. Da, da, da. So we go back to Winnie, and she says, "So here she says, M- Matilda stood by and let Lucy die." Yeah, she's just as complicit. I was a poet, and I didn't know it. There you go. So this <laughs> is when I started to suspect Winnie. I okay. was like, she's pointing some fingers. I didn't, but whatever. Well, I did. I was just so like, there. I like her. Uh, I wanted to like her, but at this point, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Don't tell me she... I didn't want her to be. Yeah. But I felt like they were throwing some shade. Yeah. So, uh, Winnie talks about... Uh, and then she gives a third name. Yeah. And I'm like, <gasps> all right. What the fuck is this? Third person to let Lucy die. And Stratton says they'll have somebody. Or, or Sister uh, Gidget, Grace, right? Put a gar- uh, Sister Grace. Uh, but Houdini suggests that they check Winnie's room right, uh, for the missing money. But Stratton points out that most of the Maggies had to give up their babies and that, you know, that's an awful lot of suspects. Yeah. And they're yeah. walking out and they're like, oh, that's a lot of names. And Doyle's like, yeah, we should split that up. And Houdini's like, 
Peace, bitches. I'm out. Yep. 50-50 looks good amongst y'all. Y'all have fun with that. I got to go curl my hairs. Who did he cure it? I love him. I know. He's so great. He's a problematic fave. He is. Uh, And Doyle is a cinnamon roll. Yeah. Must be protected. Yes. So so Doyle and Stratton go looking through these lists, and they're both in like two different places. Okay, I gave up on trying to figure out day, night, yeah time yeah just they, whatever they have no clue what's going on in this show what time of yeah. day it is so uh so they're both looking through we have like a little montage yeah yeah investigation Re- research montage yeah very sherlocky very sherlocky uh so doyle returns to the convent and asks uh gidget to let him examine fabian's office and we get some sherlock holmes insults yeah, which we i do. thought was very necessary yeah the police are not um scotland a fan. yard no scotland yard has never been a fan no he kind um, of makes them look dumb. And Doyle's like, I, I appreciate the constructive criticism. And then, yeah. then they're like, just back to bed. Like, nothing yeah. is ever said. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And they move on. Doyle's so proper. They're sleeping together. Because um, <laughs> that's exactly how. This, so Doyle goes back. He checks the study. And he finds two daisies in a glass of water. I Okay. At this point, I rewound the entire show. To go and look for And went back in that first scene. And it was there? There is a glass in the background with a single daisy in it. You see it for <gasps> Yay, just continuity. a moment. But it was there. That's awesome. I was very proud of him that actually. And it's on that back table. Yeah. Exactly where Doyle finds it with the second daisy in it. Okay. Okay. And I was like, all right. Aww. Sweet. Uh, so then he, where he's stepping, it's, you know, he, he pulls up the floorboards. And he removes a package. Dun, 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 dun. So, uh, but Stratton goes to the Metropole Hotel. Yeah. Houdini's having a party. So that's oh my why. Gosh. Houdini, so, but now we know why Houdini took off. Yeah, he had a party to go to. Not just a party. That was his mom's birthday party. I know. Oh my gosh. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. He loves his mommy. Yeah. So they had, let's see, uh, who was there? Churchill. Churchill was there. Tesla. Mm-hmm. And who was the other guy? Fake King. Mm-hmm. And there was somebody else. It was an, oh, God, what was his name? It's killing me. Killing me, Smalls. It's one of the poet dudes. Oh, Yates. Yates. Yeah. Uh, he was there. Uh, so they're there and there's an actor. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> she's totally starstruck yeah except the king he's an actor yeah he but don't crazy. tell his mom well that. you know because churchill and tesla will show up for free alcohol and i'm like same I will too. i'm there uh but houdini's mother cecilia comes in and it's her birthday Aww. and he's talking about how he's glad that the one thing he's happiest about is that he can give her everything <clears throat> that she you know she could ever want because they didn't have when they were growing up i'm like <laughs> Yeah. And I think that's a very interesting uh, detail about Houdini. Yes. And I hope we revisit this. I again. hope we do too. Because that was a very large production scene. Yeah. For it to never come back up again. Yeah. Um, so they go to the next room and because she has something to show Houdini. Right. Why is she right. showing Houdini and not Doyle? Yeah. Is weird because they're the ones who split up the list, not Houdini. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird too. And Doyle's the one who was the supernatural dude and Houdini wasn't. So why is she still trying to present it to Houdini? Don't know. I don't understand the... Mo- the I didn't either. I was like, came yeah, because I, I thought the same thing. I thought, why aren't you going to Doyle? That's weird. Maybe she couldn't find him? Maybe. I don't know. Okay, so they go into this next room to talk and Stratton notices um, all these photographs he has up on the wall. And yeah. they're of fake mediums that Houdini had. Now, okay. 
I'm trying to remember. Were they just pictures of mediums? And he's debunked. Are they specifically ones he's debunked? I think so, because yeah. Because he made a career of debunking people. He did. And people hated him for it. He did. Um, so, I we do get some sort of explanation for what drives Houdini to be on the side that he's on. Yeah. As a con artist, as a con artist, he hates people who con other people. Right. And but bad, he's a performer. Yeah, exactly. And my only problem with this, I think, is the timeline, which, again, none of this is correct. Oh, no, no, no. Because he didn't get his big break until 1899. I don't think he would have had the... It's been a couple of years. ...wide-reaching fame enough to debunk that many people. I don't think. Mm, I could be wrong. He could have been trying to debunk, to debunk people before he got famous, though. Could be. Could be. But, again, we know that none of this is factual. Yes. Almost none of it is factual. Yes. But, um, I mean, because that is an awful lot of people. Yeah. Um, and he carries them around with him and hangs them up in his hotel room. He does. Um, I don't know, but back in those days, a hotel room was much different than what we consider a hotel Well, and his engagement in London is clearly semi-permanent. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because um, even if in some of the Sherlock Holmes stories, when they talk about people staying in a hotel, people stayed in hotels yeah. for months. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, traveling a, was a big deal. Yeah, it was a home away from... Yeah, yeah, traveling was a much bigger deal. Yeah, exactly. And much more lengthy. You traveled for months. Yeah. So. So, anyway. Um, but we do get, you know, what gets him, drives him. Because, you know, these people give false hope. Yeah. And he's not about that. He's yeah. just trying to entertain. Which is totally different. And that's the thing that has always... That I've always heard about Houdini is, you know, I knew the preparations he had with Bess for when he went... And or she went to prove, you know, that mm-hmm. uh, they he desperately wanted to believe. He wanted so much proof so badly. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So uh, anyway, she, uh, Stratton goes mm-hmm. on to explain that the convent was built on the site of an old distillery and that there was a bunch of these secret passages. And there was one that led from the courtyard where Lucy <gasps> was buried to the Fabian's office. And like there used to be this door there. And he was like, oh, that's that's mildly interesting. <laughs> I have one question. Why would a ghost need a passageway at all? Wah, wah. Wah, wah, And he suggests that Stratton marry a rich man to buy her pretty dresses. Oh. All right. Again, this is why he's problematic. But yeah, I kind of wanted to smack he's him. He's still a bit of a douche. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hot douche. He's a hot douche. But a douche. But a douche, yes. And Stratton objects and says that she live and she lives in fear of working in a laundry like this. And that she, isn't this where she mentions that she spent ten years or something or I something? I think this and, is where like she put in a lot of hard work and blah la 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 la. Um and she talked you know, in hopes of avoiding a life of condensation. And but Houdini concedes the point. Yeah. This is, uh, you're you're absolutely right. It's still a stupid idea. Yeah. Which it kind of is. Yeah. Well. Again, why did she bring this to Houdini? Yeah. I don't understand. So she starts to leave and Houdini stops her because Doyle has called and uh, says that he has something to show them. <gasps> so they go back to the convent. Boy, there's lots of jumping around back and forth. Yeah. Them handsomes are getting some good tips. I'm just saying. Yep. Love those handsome cabs. I know. Uh, and explains that the first time they were there, there was only one daisy in the glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there are two. Lucy's baby's name was guess what? <gasps> Daisy Petunia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Houdini insists that the murders are about the money, and Doyle shows them. Here's the money right here. You're right. It was embezzlement. Here's the money. 
But Fabian so, was doing the embezzling. Yeah, but, uh, right. And so that means Houdini's lost his motive for the murders. Right. Wah, wah. This um, whole thing is them trying to continually piss on each other's I theory. Know. I love it. But Houdini still isn't convinced that Lucy's the killer. Just as they hear a baby crying, a spectral presence drifts through the room, passes through the wall. And Houdini's like, weren't me. I didn't do it. Weren't me. I didn't do it. Which I thought was hilarious. Not I. So, okay. Now, wait. Okay. Here's my problem. With, and, and this is my problem later with the explanation, with Houdini's explanation of it. Yeah. When we first... Kind of bullshitty. Yes. When we first, at the very first of the show, you hear that baby crying mm-hmm. for a good while. Yeah. Before Winnie walks into that room and sees the, spec- the spectral, or yeah. not sees it, but feels it. Yeah. We see it. She feels it. She feels it. Yeah. It was a long time. Mm-hmm. And then here it's like, whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, mm. Yeah, I like the explanation was was subpar. So, uh, so we're back outside the convent, I guess. And Doyle figures that it's proof of the paranormal. He has this proof, and he now he's getting angry with Houdini for not believing. For not believing. Yeah, he's like, I thought you uh, that you were as it was like originally he was if accusing you saw proof. him. Well, he was originally he accused him of uh, thinking he was too good. Yeah, and now he's accusing him of not thinking he's good enough that he's not worthy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, dude, stick to your story. So Dora goes back to the medium. He wants to know more. And she, the medium's like, oh, well, sometimes it's confusing. Messages get mixed. So he asks about Lucy and says uh, it's about redress, making things right. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Anybody could see that. That's where we got our episode title from, though. Dun, dun, dun. The medium tells uh, Dora that there's confusion about his motivation. And Tui, she distracts him. Yeah. By bringing up Tui. Yeah. And uh, she makes Doyle promise that he'll come back for her. He mm-hmm. says it's been lonely since she died. And all of a sudden he's like, I'm Doyle's out. Doyle's like, mm-mm, screw this. Yep. And, and he just gets up and leaves. He just, yeah. And then you see him go to a hospital and where his mm-hmm. wife is comatose, laying on the bed. So mm-hmm. he's been trying to contact her subconscious, I guess, because she's not dead. Yeah. And... The first time I watched it, I was thinking maybe she died while he was gone. Oh, no, okay. No, I immediately thought coma. So, uh, but what? But she still could have died while he was gone. That's true. And that he was panicking to go see if she was dead. Oh, that could that could have. There could you see where I'm going that. with yeah. that? Yeah. Because he's still like inexplicably. This medium was right about the rabbit. And the soot man. And get wrong at the same time. Yeah, so... It's very possible, though, that that medium knew him. Could be. Could very well be. And was just throwing some... Yeah. Throwing some shade. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, so we go to Houdini, who is in bed with his assistant. Yeah, so that's my problem. Wow. He was married. Well, yeah. Um, and he was already married to Bess. Okay, so if he's married, why are you mad at the, the chick? I'm mad at both of them. And okay, I, but, uh, she's, all right, all right. Uh, well, I don't know if they're, he's married for real in this or not, because I know in real life he was. He was he married Bess in, I think it said, 1894. Um, she was a huge part of his life, and so the only reason I think they're not married in, re- in the show is because you go take your mama to this long engagement in london and mm-hmm. you didn't bring wifey so i think for the purposes of this show they're making him single and i didn't like her because she was a she was a typical bimbo blonde 
you know, kind of, eh. Yeah. I, I didn't like her characterization. But it's, but it's not her fault if he's married. No. All right. No. I got to go look him up now. Oh, I'm on his Wikipedia page right now. I uh, just want to see when he got married. He was at the Alhambra Theater. And this is, and they go into um, uh, the whole handcuff escape at Scotland Yard, which is a real thing. Okay, but when did he get married? Uh, 94. But he was. He did dote on his mom a lot. He really did. Um, And there's a picture on the Wikipedia of his two sweethearts. It's Bess and his mom. Aww. Well, maybe yeah. they're just ignoring. Yeah. Time. Again, we were our, we were pre-told that this was not... Not remotely factual. Not even close. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, okay, so... And I have a problem with the scene, too. Uh, the fact that it was awfully erotic. Yeah. Did she have a strap on or what? Okay, just saying. It, uh, come on, it was, mas- it was a massage. Uh-huh. It could have been a platonic massage. I was going to ask you about that. Or she's wearing a strap-on. Take your pick. The fact that she's in her corset and he's only in his shorts, I'm like... Oh, come on, they do that on stage. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or she's wearing a strap-on. Or she's wearing a strap-on. Because he doesn't seem real, Um, you know... Uh, lovey-dovey toward her well it didn't seem like a lovey-dovey massage either that no. was that was work yeah yeah that she was, was work. working it out so ah, that was kind of confusing it was so um so he's apparently he's obviously considering the things that he's seen and he's looking yeah. at his glass um of it was not champagne it was not bubbly uh, probably white wine it looked like yeah whatever it was sitting on there and he's looking at it as it's vibrating and he gets an idea so i'm thinking that the vibe because we see the spirit yeah i didn't realize they were not seeing it uh, so yeah, i thought it was going to be some kind of play with light they mentioned stuff about their peripheral vision though. not till the end of the show though yeah see yeah. not till the end That's of the show true. so the first time i'm watching this i'm thinking okay he's gonna have there's gonna be because of the glass of water we mm-hmm. he was talking about earlier that there's gonna be something with that glass of water yeah that and light refracting or something some that's bullshit. where i thought it was going i did too i thought it was going to be some kind of optical thing <sighs> well it kind of mm-hmm. was all right so we go to uh doyle's having breakfast with his children marrying kingsley Aww. which they don't mention that their names are marrying kingsley but their names are marrying kingsley all right there you go um and kingsley is playing with two tin cans yep with the whole you know talking about marconi so they're talking about marconi and sending messages uh, without a wire. And, well, by the way, yes. Yes, that is possible. Yeah, just a skosh. So Mary asks um, if Daddy was able to talk with Mommy. Mm. And he says he's going to keep trying. And then he tells her, like her that, she looks, that she's a lot like her mom. And then <gasps> he gets an idea. Dun, dun, dun. I'll be back before saying goodnight. So he walks outside and there's Houdini right there. Hanging out. With his purple waistcoat, by the way. <laughs> Um, so Doyle says that he, okay, so Houdini says he has an epiphany, and Doyle says, do you know who the killer is? And Houdini says no. Doyle says, all right, so my epiphany trumps yours. And he puts his little hat on. There's no ego here at all. No. None Um, at all. And they go, and, uh, Houdini insists that they take the subway. Yep. Doyle's like, take my car. It goes, it goes 14 14 miles an miles an hour. And then, of course, Houdini's immediately like, yeah, mine goes 15. Uh, I was like, would y'all just fuck already? <laughs> so they get there, and Doyle wants to talk to Sister Grace immediately. And Gudget's like, I don't know what you were talking about. 
What do you mean? And Doyle punches him, which that's where he becomes. That's my son. okay. Yeah, yep. should have seen that one coming. Yeah. That's so what Doyle I was like. Him. He's mine too. Finally, yeah. And uh, Houdini's amused so much. So Grace limps out. Limpy. That's what I call my cat. I know. Limpy. And uh, Doyle confirms that she's double jointed, and Houdini removes her wimple. That is the stupidest name. Yeah, it is. It's a habit, by the way. The whole get up. The whole get up is, is a the habit. nurse's habit. But he she removes the, he removes the wimple, revealing her red hair. Uh, and I'm Doyle, like, why you got to make a redhead the <laughs> the the murderer? I know, right? Why you got to do that? <sighs> okay. And Doyle points out that the double jointedness is often accompanied by a limp and hereditary, which extended joints. They call it double jointed, but it's not actually no. you're not technically it's hyper, it's not, hyper, it's hyper extending. Yeah. So. Um, um, so Doyle deduces that Grace was Lucy's mother. Yeah. Boy, that was a stretch, wasn't it? Yeah, and okay, so I had a problem with, like, I don't have a problem that she's her daughter, whatever. I have a problem with the fact that as soon as Lucy showed up, Grace was like, oh, that's my daughter that I abandoned when she was an infant. I'm like, how the fuck yeah, do you know that? the fact that she immediately knows that it's her. Yeah, yeah. that's what I had a problem with. Yeah, because otherwise she would have had to have known where. Yeah, there was a lot of solutions that we never saw yeah although this is not sherlock no no that's why and i and i gave most of it a pass yeah because it was fun i think we're so i think we got into the mindset of a sherlock yeah story but yet they do draw on minutia but they do like the whole joint business Mm -hmm. that he notices which i'm glad he noticed it because he's a doctor but there were details like the daisy in the cup yeah but we never knew that the daughter's name was daisy until doyle knew but right so we would never because even seeing it on the set would never have mean meant anything to us except for those people like me yeah who are going to rewind the damn episode yep because that's who you to are. see the glass sitting there with the the daisy in it yeah so yeah. anyway so uh where was i Okay, Grace admits that she was a Maggie as well. Yep. And she had committed a mortal sin. Yeah. She changed her name and tried to start a new life. But then Lucy showed up with a child of her own. Again, how did she know that was yeah. her daughter? How'd you go, oh, that mine? Maybe, was it her name? I, did she know her name? I don't know. Would Lucy have kept the same name Pro- if she was I, taken off to an orphanage or see, something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. They didn't explain it. No, I don't like it. She could have even said, as soon as I heard her name and saw her red hair, I knew that it was, I don't know. Anyway, uh, but Grace could admit to being a fallen woman. Then why are you there? Aren't you supposed to, like, know humility or something? I don't know. Whatevs. Anyway, uh, but she believed that God sent Lucy to her when Matilda and Fabian put Lucy out to die so that she could watch her daughter die as penance. I'm like, damn, you think God is cruel. I know. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, God, this is horrible. It is terrible. So uh, so she killed Fabian and Matilda to give her daughter peace. And then Houdini realizes that she left the message on the window to take suspicion off of herself, but Doyle figures it's more than that. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Is this when she, quote, unquote, runs? So the nun limps off down the stairs <laughs> and into the basement, and they're both like, really? Really? You're gonna, you're gonna because they're both just standing there watching her. And like, Dee like, "What are you gonna outlimp us?" <laughs> the fuck, man! Which, <laughs> at least they acknowledged. At le- yeah, at least they were like, this "I is thought ridiculous. that was great." They gave, they gave enough of a reason for her to be able to get ahead of them. Yeah, and dump them into the sewer. Yeah, which I still not quite sure how that worked because that grate only wanted to open up, but they fell 
down or did she have it open and I they think just... she had it, I think she had it open and they just walked thinking it was solid and then they are some dumb asses yeah okay <laughs> Wow. Yeah. All right. So Grace closes the grate and she locks it and then she runs off. And I'm like, Houdini's just going to pick the damn lock. Well, he has to. Ha- he has to. And see, that's the whole thing. How did he have a paper clip before and not now? Well, he was in this. He was in her office. But this that's the whole thing. And who has a paper clip in 1901 anyway? Houdini had to be prepared. And that's what ended up killing him is he was not prepared. He was not prepared. Mm. He, he, you know, he had the whole thing. If you're not familiar, um, he had this whole thing that like anybody could punch him in the stomach and it'd be fine. But he had this exercise that he with did his muscles with his, his muscles and mm-hmm. he was tensed and da, da da da. Well, some guy just came up to him backstage and just hauled off and just punched him. And it ruptured. And it ruptured something and he died like, shortly thereafter. So it was like internal bleeding. And yeah. And it's yeah. and it's just like any trick. He has to be prepared for it. Well, sure. The and locks have to be con, a certain yeah. way. Right, you know, exactly. So, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, but so Houdini takes the collar stays. Yep. Which would, have been, which would have been metal yep. in those days. Uh, and he tries to open the grate, but he drops one of them mm-hmm. and then grabs the other one. Um, and they almost die. I know. So, <gasps> and then of course Adelaide They're is the one stratton. that gets him out. Yep, there she is. He was like, "I was gonna get I it. it. I had it. I had it." And like, oh my gosh. Uh, but Stratton explains that Grace told him where they was because they didn't need to die. Yep. And she knows that Grace is the killer and handcuffed her in Fabian's office. But you know what? When we showed up in Fabian's office, boy, she certainly was not handcuffed. She was, was she? not. She was super not handcuffed. Boy, that was some bad handcuffing there. <laughs> some Houdini level nunning right there. I know. Um. So they run upstairs and they find her preparing to cut her own throat with a razor. Ouch. Boy, you know, them razors run rampant. I know. In that convent. Yeah, they were just all over the just place. Just saying. And I'm guessing she had already... She had already cut her hair really off. They didn't really talk about the hair thing other than Lucy. Yeah. Cutting off Lucy's locks. But they didn't really point out that the other women's hair was chopped. Yeah. As much... You just kind of because you didn't saw really it. see it until you saw the flashback but of her sh- doing it to to uh, the first one, right? But they showed they didn't tell. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's. I guess I'll give that a pass. Uh, you kind of have to because yeah. they showed it. Yeah. It was a little too much show and not enough tell. Yeah. Anyway, um, Doyle says that Lucy didn't want her mother to die and says whatever uh, wherever Lucy is, there is no anger or hatred. Houdini says that he can feel Lucy. Well, he keeps and he keeps trying to get Doyle he's to like, talk keep to her. Going, keep going. Um, and so he he's calling out to Lucy. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, exactly. So she, of course, she shows up, and uh, so the ghost briefly appears because he says, "Lucy, if you believe your mother to be appear to us now, yeah, innocent or whatever, uh, or you forgive her, you forgive her, her forgive yeah, her. yeah you forgive her. You don't want her to kill herself. Show so up." Grace puts down the razor and Stratton grabs it. Dun, 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 life saved. So uh, Gidget takes Grace away. I'm going to call him Gidget forever. That's fine. Okay. Houdini explains um, that the ghost was caused by subsonic vibrations because there's the train that he made them ride earlier. That's what he was doing when he made them take the subway. Yeah. Dude. Seriously. Um, I have some bullshittery to call as well. Okay. And I have some bullshittery to call with the help of Assassin's Creed Syndicate. All right. Do because tell. Because. Do tell. They mentioned that the London Bridge station that was just opened 
was not just opened because I was like, okay, either Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which takes place in the uh, 1860s, is a big fat lie. Oh, I know it's a lie already. I've already checked. Um, she's doing it right now. I can tell. Um, so I was like, either Syndicate's a big fat lie up or this is a big fat lie. And this is a big fat lie. It was the earliest So you're station. saying that Assassin's Creed is more factual yes. than Houdini and Doyle? Yes. I'm okay with that. It was like 1863 or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Or 36 or hold on. Are you sure that it wasn't just the stretch of? No, um, he specifically says London Bridge Station. And that's the, oh, because the station itself. It was the station oh, itself. Okay. Yep. Okay. okay. Yep. Well, why you look that up? Um, the vibrations were uh, disturbed. It's like the inner ear. Yeah. You don't actually hear it, but it disturbs your inner ear. It janks you up. And uh, causes your eyeballs to vibrate. 1836. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. That's like 65 years off. Yeah. Yes, I did that math in my head. Thank you very much. <gasps> 65 years. Yeah. Houdini? It is in Southwark. Oh, yay. We that. Yay. I own that. Yeah. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, just yeah. saying. It's really cool. Um, okay, so, da, 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 and Houdini knew the train passed by every 17 minutes, and so he was able to time the ghost's appearance, but only in that room. Only in that room. And there were, so either you go into, there were hysterical girl sightings that were just like. So, now what, my question is, if that's Sister Fabian's office, how many times did she see Lucy or quote, quote, see or hear or whatever? I know. Right. Or did she just, was she a drunk? Cause there was a big old glass of wine. That's true. We're assuming port, it was wine. Or, well, it wasn't port. It wasn't dark enough for port, but yeah. I don't want to go with mead. Mead is much easier to make. Okay. That's just some honey and fermented fruit. Yeah. I mean, mead's easy to make. That's true. All you got to do is let your apples and oranges sit there for a while. And yeah, mead. <laughs> Anyway, I know nothing about mead. What are you talking about? Uh, okay, so... Did I, uh, okay, so why did they see Lucy? Yeah. Because yeah. they expected to see Lucy. And I'm like, with all the women who died there? Boy, yeah. that's awfully convenient. Yeah. Awfully convenient. So uh, so they asked Stratton, why did you think? How yeah. did you know? Yeah. She said she did handwriting analysis. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So here she is being an actual Scotland Yard cop. Like using police stuff. Very Sherlock. Uh, and so that the handwriting in the window was similar to the ones in the ledger that Grace wrote. And she just happened to know Grace's real name. And Grace used her real name. AC. She used yeah, her real initials. Yeah, see, I don't... What? Yeah. Because I thought you gave up that name, like, for always. Yeah. Mm, whatever. Yeah. Um, so Houdini says that she's almost as impressive as he is, and he leaves. And Doyle Which looks is really over. saying something. It really is. Um, Doyle looks over at the glass, and there are now three daisies. <gasps> oh. So anyway, uh, so we have a big old time jump. Not big old time jump. Anyway, go somewhere else. We're back at Scotland Yard. Yep. And Stratton's back down in the basement. Just oh. tapping away tapping at her away. typewriter. Uh-huh. And it kind of looks... I don't know why I got to thinking about um she she reminds me of Agent Carter in a way. Yeah, yeah, typing out her reports, you know? getting clerical work because yeah. she's a girl, making the coffee, making the mm-hmm. tea. She very much reminded me of Agent Carter. Yeah. Um, but Marin visits uh the chief inspector, visits yeah. Stratton, and says that uh, he's moving her upstairs. 
And you're like, yay. Houdini said you did a good job. So you so must you're be screwing sleeping. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to, and he warns her that uh, once he proves that they are, they'll have her fired and make sure no woman ever works the Scotland Yard again. <gasps> and he walks off and she sits back down and she's got this big old grin. She don't care. She's like, that's all right. That's I'm right. upstairs. Put me with the big boys. So if he puts her up there, she's going to be able to hear stuff and learn stuff and be able yeah. Yeah, to get yeah. more involved. So um, I have a feeling this is not the last time we've seen Constable. Stratton. Uh, no, because she's one of the main characters, so no. Shh. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Don't spoil it. Okay, so uh, so we see Doyle, and mm-hmm. he's with another medium. It's a man this time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Um, so he's with another medium, and my heart broke for him. I know, I feel really bad. So very, very much. Again, he desperately... And see, where Houdini wants to believe and keep seeing falsehood... Doyle wants to believe and keeps ignoring falsehoods. Yes. Like, oh, well, that one medium was a sham. I'm going to keep going. It's like they're the same, but different. They're two sides of the same coin yeah. kind of deal. So, um, then we got a Houdini who opens this package, which is uh, Doyle's new book. Because ah! Doyle just wanted to write pretentious histories. He really did. And, the Bay of War, yeah. And so Houdini puts it on his bookshelf with his other, apparently, I'm assuming these are other first edition Doyle because they look all identical. Yeah. So he has a full collection. I'm like, you giant nerd. Well, this is a sign of four. They're all Sherlock books, They're too. They're all Sherlock books, Every yeah. one of them. And I'm like, oh, yeah. bless your heart. Yeah. I'm like, did he win them all? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Did he win them all? Yeah. This is not the first time he's won a bet with Doyle. No. Um, but there's a handwritten signature from Doyle inside. It's a quote from Thoreau. Mm-hmm. Rather than love, than money, than fame, give me truth. Mm-hmm. Which that describes Houdini to a T. Yeah. So I love that. Uh, they're they're totally dating. Yeah. Um, so he puts it on a shelf and the piano starts playing the next room. <gasps> yeah. So it gets up and he walks out there because he's in this big, his hotel room, which is a suite that's huge. I mean, he's living there. And Come he's on. got like a Henley shirt on. It's great. It's what? So great. Um, what? Who? <laughs> Eyeliner who? Yeah. No. Um, but he goes and there's nobody out there. <gasps> Ooh. And that's the end of the show. Yeah. So, yeah, there were some, there were some holes. Not, not as many, not as many. As I expected. As I expected, yeah. I expected it to be a hot damn mess. Because I, when I rewound it to look for that glass with the flower in Mm -hmm. it, I totally was expecting it to not be there. Mm -hmm. And it was getting close to the end of the scene. And I was like, like, "Uh, uh, 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 oh, shit, there it is. Yeah. 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 I was excited that it was there. Yeah, that's great continuity. Because we saw. But I totally forgot the rest of that line. Okay. Oh, we saw, but we did not. Ob- we, we did ob- not observe. Yes. We saw, but we did not observe. I'm yes. like, you're supposed to. I finish- was like, you're supposed to finish it. Yeah. Because I have no clue where I'm going with this. We saw, but we did not observe. Exactly. And I was very disappointed in myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's like okay. Set lock is a thing that's happening. Um, which it's is ending. Which is yeah. when you know we watch uh, them film episodes of Sherlock and make wild theories based on what we're seeing and by we that mean the entire fandom yeah oh yeah and i'm so bad at it i'm like uh, and so whenever i see it like for reals i'm like yeah i i didn't predict any of that oh i know i was just like yep yep completely wrong i while i kind of look at i look i will look at the pictures 
of yeah. Setlock you don't read all the day analysis long. or anything. I don't read any of the analysis because I don't want to get to get attached to something like a pet theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and can it understand not, that. I want what I want to do. I want and what I've always done is I want to see the show and then read the meta. Yeah, behind after seeing the show. I think that's valid because I don't like I don't want to get attached to something. Yeah, and then it be wrong. Yeah, so. I get confused enough as it is. Yeah. <laughs> what's real and what's meta. Yeah. It's, it's hard enough in the Sherlock fandom. It really is. That's true. It's tough. Um, but yeah, so I was pleasantly surprised I by this. Was, it was better than I expected. But again, yeah. like we were saying before, we I think our it. expectations were here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Houdini, though. He's he stole In this episode, I he think stole he the stole show. the show. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. He is, he is precious, precious. He is my son. Yes. Oh, they're married. Yep. Totes. And Stratton is their daughter. Yep. There you go. Yep. And they must raise her. Mm-hmm. Because she's a wee bab. She is a wee bab. But, and like, okay, somewhere in here, she says something about for the last 10 years. Yeah. And I'm like, honey, you were 12 you 10 years ago. You ain't shit for that long. Ain't no way. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I love the bit where... Uh, Oh yeah, what was your favorite? What was your favorite scene? I don't know. It was probably like um, Houdini being an asshole, but when uh, <laughs> yeah, probably when mm-hmm. I think it was Grace or somebody was like, "Oh, can I bother you for an autograph?" And Houdini's like, "Well, you know," and well, she's sure. like, "No, no." What's that? Doyle. It was Grace. It was Sister she Grace. She's like, uh, "No, no Doyle." She wanted Doyles, and Stratton just walked right by, right in between them. Yep, kept on going. Yep, respect, man. Give I some know. respect to the Doyle. I know Doyle deserves some respect. Yeah. Anyway, that was a hilarious scene. It was so cute. I want more Doyle being sassy about Sherlock Holmes. I'm afraid that they only touched on it in this just to have touched on it. Yeah. And it's going to get ignored the rest of the show. Could It, it could very well be. But if they're dealing with Scotland, Scotland Yard. Yeah. Then surely it's going to come back around. Yeah. And I, I want to see more of Houdini's mom. Oh, I do too. She was great. I don't want her in danger, though. <gasps> no, no, She's no, She's no, precious, no. precious, and I love her. I don't want Doyle's kids in danger, either. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Don't hurt the kids. So, yeah, I don't want that. But there's, uh, there are ten, there's ten episodes. Mm-hmm. So there's nine left. So. I, I'm interested to see, I'm at, I am earnestly interested in the next episode now. Yeah. It's kind of fun going into something and not knowing what's going on. I know. It's kind of weird. Because we don't have any, like, comics to rely on or anything like that. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. So it's kind of cool. It really is. Yeah. There's there's no there's no canonical anything to to go off of. Because they ain't going by history. Yeah. It's weird. We're, yeah. We already give that up. <laughs> so 100% pure fiction. Only yeah. the names are real. Yes. Yeah. And so, some cases, even the places are wrong. Yeah. So. I want to see some more Houdini stuff because he fascinates me, like more of his tricks and stuff. I think we should see something at least once an episode. Yeah. I don't think that's too much to ask yeah. for. Because he does have to do this around his performing schedule. Well, four times a week, twice on Sunday. That's right. I, I thought it was great when Doyle was like, you know, you really impressed me, but you were a complete ass the entire time. And Houdini's like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I just want to see him play Whiff Waff. <laughs> because I want to say Whiff Waff. You want to see him play it's Whiff Waff. Whiff Waff. I want to see him play some Whiff Waff. Yeah, you do. Wink, wink. 
It just sounds like Daffy Duck trying to say riff raff. Yeah. Whiff waff. Whiff waff. <laughs> we call it ping pong. Sounds fake, but okay. Oh, so this is a ridiculous name, and Whiff Waff isn't a ridiculous name. I know. Name. <laughs> Ping Pong is so much more dignified. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I liked it. I had a ball with it, so. Yeah, I thought it was just fun. It was. It's great fun. So. so yeah, so we'll be recording. Um, on the weekends. On the weekends, so you have plenty of time for feedback if, if the need strikes you. Should you desire. Yeah. We desire. Yeah, we love feedback. We do. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. So thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. guys.